Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul currently in search of that special spark. I'm your host, Kalia. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. This podcast is for the woman who doesn't feel completely safe to be authentic. I am here to tell you, you were born to stand out. I am ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. I'm here to share stories and lessons learned on my journey from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. I will also invite guests to chat on their expertise along the way, so make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hello and welcome to another episode of Light Above Solitude. I hope that you enjoyed last week's show where we chatted with Jessica Di Natale about inner child work and how to start healing from the past. If you haven't checked that out, go ahead and check out last week's episode. And if you haven't jumped into her Facebook group yet, go ahead and join us. Um, you can find all her links on our guest page. If you go to lightabovesolitude.com guests and find Jessica's picture you will have links to all of her things. Otherwise, you can go on and search Facebook for The Spiritual Hub with Jessica DiNatale and join because it's amazing and you'll see both of us in there. Also, if you are a member, I posted a live that we did together in her group called um, Turning Your Mess Into Your Message. So if you're interested in getting behind the scenes and added content um, based off this podcast, make sure that you check out the podcast membership. You can find out more details on that at lightabovesolitude.com slash support. So um, definitely check that out. And I'd love, love, love to have you as a member. So today we're going to talk about fear. (laughs) Yay, everyone's favorite topic, right? (laughs) Who doesn't love a good chat about fear? But before we get into it, I would like to say a very, very, very huge thank you so much for, thank you so much for everyone's support. I really, really love the birthing process of this podcast and I could not do it without any of you. As an introvert myself, the easy part is chatting into this mic and just talking about what I want to talk about. The hardest part for me is actually pressing publish on these episodes. So I thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for all your love, encouragement, and support. I hope everyone's holidays were merry and bright, and let's bring in 2021 with love and community. I'm so excited to share this new year with you and grow, grow, grow with you as well. So let's jump in and talk about fear. Um, so speaking of the new year, as we bring in 2021, I am not seeing as many people sharing things that we did to bring in 2020. Is that all out of fear? Like, are we afraid that if we say, woo, 2021 is going to be my year that we never know what's going to happen? Or is it just a coincidence? Um, I know that 2020 has been a super hard year for many, many people. And this year has hit people very, very differently. Um, Everyone's getting hit on different levels. 
um, for me and my business, um, I, my predominant income comes from vendor events, which of course have all been shut down. So um, on the vendor event aspect, uh, my business has pretty much made, to be perfectly honest with you, I've only made a couple hundred dollars from um, events this year. Year. <laughs> this sounds insane. Um, but luckily, I have um, already had the opportunity to get used to working from home. Um, I quit my nine to five to pursue my business in September of 2019. So the shock of um, staying in place, staying at home wasn't as big for me. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, I am an introvert. I do love my home time, but I do also love going out and seeing my close friends or going out and enjoying um, everything else. Everyone likes to go out and the movies, going out to dinner. Uh, my partner and I miss our happy hours. So <laughs> um I will say that I'm very lucky that I had an opportunity to get used to being home before this all hit. And we are also very blessed that my partner has been able to work pretty much this whole year. Um, but I choose to really focus on what this year had to offer and what it really did bring us. And I challenge you guys to look at all the things to be grateful for because of 2020. I am very grateful that I had the added time to learn and read and grow while we have been in this stay at home order. I am very, very grateful for the idea of creating this podcast and having the energy and the mind to put this baby into the world. I'm super stoked and I can't wait to see what 2020 21 brings for us. I'm also grateful for our tiny little home and our pack here. Um, we live a very simple and quiet life right now, and that has really aided in my growth and creativity. If you guys don't know, my partner and our two dogs, we live in a 26-foot travel trailer. We got out of the apartment life because we felt the rush of things and um, spending our our money on something that doesn't belong to us was not really fitting into the way we want to jive with life. So we got out of the apartment life uh, a year and a half ago, um, and we have been in our little travel trailer ever since. And we love where we're parked. We have been stationary because, like I said, my partner has been working full time with the same company for the last, gosh, I think he's been there five years. So we are stationary. We did originally plan to uh, move around with my vendor events in the trailer, but that hasn't happened. Um, but otherwise, we just love, we love where we are. We're a couple blocks up from the beach. Um, we have a view of a beautiful field behind us that makes me very happy because I don't like being right on top of each other as most RV parks are. Um, but also... It's very quiet here. We're only about 25 minutes away from the town we used to live in, but it seems like a whole new world, especially being a little beach town next to the bay. It just has its own magical vibe and we're just really happy to be here. So I like to focus on the things to be grateful for. Um, <laughs> if you followed me for any length of time and as you follow me further, you'll know that I am a huge person on finding gratefulness. Um, finding things to be grateful for, having a gratitude journal, which I will admit in the last month, maybe two months, I've been not writing in my gratitude journal, but <laughs> 
it is a practice I full heartedly believe in. Um, I would wake up every day and write three things to be grateful for. And that practice has really helped me through my depression as well. I know that all of this can be super scary. And as much as we want 2020 to be over, it can be super scary to say hello to 2021 and claim that it will be our year. We had super high hopes for 2020 and it ended up throwing us a pretty big curveball. So I think most of that fear really stems from the uncertainty factor. And I know the word uncertainty can be a pretty big trigger word for people now. Um, We had this little chat in one of my other groups about what words are you sick of hearing now that 2020 is over? Um, Uncertainty was one of them. Pivot was another. And I know 2020 has definitely taken the light out of those words. But if 2020 has proven anything, it is that we really don't know what the future has in store. Um, But I will say one thing, the pendulum swings both ways. This too shall pass. And it is our job to take with us the blessings and the lessons and those gratitudes we find every day throughout the process and just bring them with us wherever we go. We have this idea As humans, I think this is definitely a human-wide belief that uncertainty is bad, that uncertainty brings the worst in things. But uncertainty is literally just that, uncertain. It is the unknown. But isn't all of life unknown? I mean, that's the adventure in everything, right? Everything And nothing lie in the same space. And that space is the unknown. So last night, well, when I'm recording this, it was last night, was I was in a uh, tarot group. And I will definitely introduce you guys to my friend who is the guide and mastermind behind this tarot group because she will be coming in as a guest later on in the podcast. But um, in this tarot circle, we were talking about the Fool card. And I would love to hear if I have any other card slingers out there, send me a voice message or a message on IG, just what you, how you feel about the Fool card. Um, I'm very new to tarot. Um, new as in I've really only um, explored it deeper in the last like year. I think we're going on two years now. Um, but I'm very, very new to tarot. So if anyone has any ideas about the fool and what it means to you when it comes up in a reading, definitely send me a message. But I have personally gotten to know the fool on my journey in this last couple of years of taking leaps of faith in my life. Like I said, we moved into the trailer, um, which I lovingly call Alana. So if I ever say Alana, (laughs) I mean, our, our little home on wheels, Um, Also quitting my job, like I stated earlier, Um, I also decided to become plant-based. There are so many different um, little things that I took this leap of faith in with my life, and the Fool was guiding that journey. But we discussed the Fool card, indicating that you have these endless possibilities, right? But you have no clue of any of the outcome. And that's just like what I said, like life is pretty much all unknown. That's the adventure of it. By being able to take that blind leap of faith, that means that you're sacrificing the knowledge and and your control over the outcomes. 
And within uncertainty, the fool can literally lead you anywhere, anywhere. The possibilities are truly endless. Therefore, how can we say that uncertainty and the unknown are inherently bad? This unknown energy is the energy of creation. It can birth your wildest dreams. It can birth things that are better than you could ever imagine, right? Um, It can literally birth anything. But the catch is, is that we have to be able to sacrifice that control we have over it all, that need to control the outcome. We must trust that the universe, God, all the higher things have our back. And that's where the fear comes in. What if I'm putting my trust into something that isn't going to work out? But if you are in the arms of something greater than us, that fear you're feeling may not even be fear. It might not even be fear at all, you guys. I want to share with you something that I share a lot in my for my Facebook followers. I have gone live on my page and my group, and I've shared this a few times with other people, but I have learned to just do it scared. I was never completely certain, completely, um, I mean, I was on board, but it was like, I didn't have the certainty about buying this trailer. We were living paycheck to paycheck in our apartment, and I had to put down half of this trailer payment. I paid half up front as a deposit. And there was no way I thought that I would ever come up with this sum of money within, we had a couple months. I decided that we needed the trailer and we had to get out of the apartment by the end of our lease. And luckily we did because we got the lease. <laughs> we got the the lease renewal form stating how much it would rent would be if we stayed and it had gone up astronomically. It was unreal. So um, the universe pulled it all together. We ended up buying the trailer from our friend. So he was a little bit more lenient. Um, I didn't take advantage of that, of course, but um, we set up a deal where I'd pay half up front and then a certain number of months. Um, It ended up taking us 10 months to pay off. Um, But we didn't have to go to the bank and get, you know, get all those credit reports and all that other stuff that goes with financing something. We didn't have to deal with the dealership. Uh, We were very, very thankful. And I know that's because I made that decision to follow this, this idea and take that leap of faith. I was scared, but I did it anyway. I was so scared. Like, (laughs) it's really funny to look back on because neither my boyfriend and I or I had ever spent much time in a trailer. My parents had a trailer say I was about four or five maybe five or six um but around that age and I remember we took it out and my mom hated it my mom hates camping my dad was very outdoorsy and my mom was very city (laughs) the only thing I remember about the trailer is we are at a campsite and dad was outside barbecuing and I was outside on the picnic table and my mom was inside with my sister who was literally a toddler I don't even know if she was walking yet okay then that would not be a toddler I would say my sister was about two or maybe almost two and she had just got stung by a bee she got stung by a bee 
on her belly, like close to her belly button. And she was screaming and screaming and screaming. And my mom went into doctorate and to, to calm her down. And I just remember thinking, this is what camping's like a baby screaming or out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that was my last, that was my last encounter with the trailer. Like it was like, I don't remember anything about the trailer. I just remember my sister screaming and my mom not having any fun because she hated camping. And me and my dad were just kind of like out doing our thing. <laughs> And as far as James, James hadn't had any experiences with trailers outside of his childhood. So it's like we're going into this big endeavor and we don't even know how to properly maintain or take care of a trailer. But we did it anyway. We did it scared. And look at us a year and a half later and we've like mastered this thing. But you guys, how do we take that big leap when we're scared? I want to share with you a tip that's really, really helped me in doing this. Um, I heard, and I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember where I heard this to begin with, but in our bodies, the feeling of fear and scared and anxiety, all those things show up in our body the same way that excitement does. So you get those, you know, initial like you get a hot flash, you might get sweaty, you might get shaky and jittery and you're just like all worked up. Those are the same bodily functions as it is to be excited when you're thinking about like if you're a roller coaster rider, if you're thinking about sitting in the line for a roller coaster and then all of a sudden you start getting like those jitters and those um, heart palpitations, that's your excitement showing up. But we know it's excitement because we're doing something. We're doing something thrilling, right? When you find those actual body signals, um, when you're starting to do something that scares you, what I do is I tell myself I'm excited. And (laughs) I tell myself enough until I believe it and my body starts reacting in a way where I feel the excitement over the fear. For example... I was so, so scared to tell my boss that I was putting in my notice to quit my nine to five. I gave him a month's notice and I know I was being generous and I know I'd be there to help him when I could, but um, I was still so scared to tell him. So I would tell myself, I'm excited to start my new ventures. I'm excited to start my new ventures. This is the first step, but I'm so excited to take that first step. And sooner or later, if I just keep telling myself, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. This is what I'm excited about. That fear, even though it's showing up in your body the same way as your excitement does, it starts turning into more of that butterfly in your tummy, super magical excitement. And your mind just goes, yeah, you're right. My body is acting this way. It must be excitement. It's not fear. And it allows you to step into that next step. It allows you to conquer your body and your mind to step into that leap of faith that the fool is asking you to take. A few other things that have helped me in dealing with my fear is asking myself, where does this stem from? Why am I afraid? Is it literally the uncertainty? And if it is, tell yourself, remind yourself, God, everything, 
everything in this earth stems from this creative energy. This thing I think is fear is really the ignition, the igniting of this creation energy that can have that can create anything. It can create the best things in life for me. If your fear stems from the past, think about where in the past that started. Like, oh, I've done this before. I, I, for my example, I talked to my boss and he got so mad at me and I just don't like confrontation. So if that's the instance, if it stems from a past situation, start brainstorming those other past situations that have actually aided in your growth. So a few things that I think about in the past that um, have actually turned out for my good, right? You want to think about the things that you are afraid of doing, but then actually worked out for you. Then feed that power. Like, look, I've done things before. I've conquered things before. And you know what that tells me? If it's done before, it can be done again. So what I think about, um, I use a lot of things going back on my swimming career. I wanted to make state so bad my senior year. I thought that was my last chance to do it and I needed to make state. But what I needed to do was impossible. (laughs) It was impossible. But what I did, what I actually accomplished was even more impossible. If you know anything about Um, racing, sprinting, swimming, running, all those things, you know that a lot of the times come down to tenths of a second, hundredths of a second, right? And that's like, oh, they're neck and neck. Well, in my swimming career, my districts meet for senior year, I dropped, and I still can't believe this is true. I dropped seven whole seconds on an event that I had been working for my whole high school career, my whole high school career. And I could not get past this time. I could not get past, it was a hundred freestyle and I could not drop my time any further than I had been in the last year and a half. And I sat there and I, I meditated. I didn't know I was meditating at the time, but I was meditating and visualizing now that I know what that is, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I totally manifested this without even knowing what I was doing. But I sat there, I had my parka over my head. I told my teammate, hey, catch me when my event starts. Um, but otherwise, make sure nobody comes over and talks to me. Make sure nobody bothers me. And I sat there and I had my headphones in and I just visualized winning my heat, winning my event, dropping the time I needed to drop to get into state. And then I went up and I did it. I dropped seven freaking seconds, which is unreal. And I'll tell you what, I did the impossible, but I still didn't make it into state. My goal was not. was not technically met. But I'll tell you what, the fear of not making that goal ended up pushing me to to do the unbelievable. I I don't know how many people have dropped that amount of time on an event. Um, I would love to know the stats on that, actually, um, in one run. So ask yourself where that stems from. If the, if the 
if your fear stems from something in the past, start making a list, dude, keep it, keep that list in your journal, keep that list out somewhere in your office where you come across uncertain times and just look at the list and see all the times where you conquered something and it worked out in your favor. Because I'm telling you right now, if it has happened in the past, it can happen again. Another fantastic thing I do to conquer the fear is to ask myself, what is the worst thing that can happen? What is the worst thing? When we were moving out of our apartment and I was like, we don't know anything about RV living. What am I thinking? What We're going to be homeless. <laughs> All these crazy, crazy thoughts. I said, what's the worst thing that can happen? We move into the RV and we don't like it and we have to find another apartment. Okay, what's the worst thing that can happen then? Well, we just have to figure it out. We'd have to figure out how to get into another apartment. And that was it. And after I realized that that was literally the worst thing that could happen, I, my fear subsided. And that fear, I turned into excitement. And we just did it. It all worked out. I had that blind trust in the universe that it would all be pulled together even though I had no idea what I was doing and it worked if so if you have that fear and you really can't um, transmute it into excitement then think about what's the worst that could happen really dwell on maybe journal out what's the worst that could happen if I take this leap of faith if I follow the lead of the fool and jump off this cliff will the parachute open right Journal that out. What is the worst that could happen? And then sit with yourself. Are you okay with that? If the worst thing that you could imagine from taking this leap actually happens, are you okay with that? And if you are, why not take the leap? Because that thing may not even happen. So some things to think about when you're thinking about fear. First, fear is the same bodily result as excitement. So start telling yourself you're excited and that will amp you up to change your fear into excitement and your body, your body and your mind will tell you, yes, we are excited. Let's freaking do this thing. We're going to kill it. Second, make a list of examples of things you've done in the past that were big, that were, that were risks that you had to take and you had to face and they worked out for you. So you can reference that list whenever you feel scared and be like, look, I've done this in the past. This is old news. I've talked to the scary boss. I've, I've, I've left the apartment. I've, I've done all these things that I was so scared to do in the, in the past and, and they've worked. So keep that list for reference. And then ask yourself, what is the worst that could happen if I take this leap of faith? If I ignore my fear and I step over that ledge, what is the worst that could happen to me? And if you are okay with that outcome, then there's no reason you shouldn't jump, baby. Just do it. Sometimes we can freaking fly. And if we can't fly, that parachute's going to open up just in the nick of time and divine divine universe universe god is going to tell you i'm so happy you took that leap of faith you're going to learn you're going to grow and you're going to do miraculous things
So thank you so, so much. I hope that your holidays are were beautiful, that you spent time with your family in the way that you could. If it looked like if it looked like a Zoom call, if it looked like a phone call, if you were able to see them in person, if it looked like social distancing, it doesn't matter. Just be thankful that you have that support system, you have that family with you, and be thankful and grateful for your health. Find those blessings that are always out there and around you, and have a beautiful new year. I'll talk to you in 2021, guys. I'm super excited. Make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com and I love you so, so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.